Talk is a devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church, and it's designed to give you a bit of spiritual truth to consider each day, Monday through Friday. Today we'll look at a few verses from Ephesians 1, but first, let's begin with prayer. Let's pray. Lord, you've been so good to us. Thank you for your marvelous grace and how that grace reveals your character. Help us to know you a little bit better today because of what you show us from your word. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. I was recently reminded that there are some questions, and important questions, on the minds of young and old alike. I was reminded of this when an elementary age child attending VBS a few weeks ago was brave enough to ask this question. Why would God love us so much? Regardless of our age, we're all wondering about this, aren't we? Perhaps it's because we are all, at any age, naturally curious about the character of God. We want to know what God is like. As I thought about the best way to answer that question, asked by our VBS friend, I began a search for verses that address the topic. There are many verses that describe the love of the Father, most familiar, of course, is John 3.16 or 1 John 4.10. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. These are beautiful and powerful descriptions of the Father's love for us, both of which explain that the source of this love is certainly God, not man, and definitely not because we deserve to be loved. But why would God love us? Ephesians 1, verses 7 through 9 say this, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that, is la- that He lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding, He made known to us the mystery of His will, according to His good pleasure, which He purposed in Christ. There, in brief, I found the answer to the question, why would God love us? Because as verse 9 says, it is in accordance with, or it's consistent with, the riches of His grace, rich grace which He lavished on us. And why is God rich in grace? Because that's His character. In fact, grace-filled restoration projects seem to be God's specialty picking up the pieces of broken lives and putting them back together again just because He loves us. There are many such examples of restoration found in Scripture, not because it was earned or deserved, but simply because God chooses to love in accordance with His character, which is rich in grace. For example, think all the way back to Adam and Eve in the garden. Here, right from the start, we see this attribute of God at work. He could have simply destroyed them both and started over following the epic mistake made by the first couple. But instead, God called out to Adam. God didn't ignore the fact that sin had been committed, but instead of destroying them, God began a project of restoration on his terms, of course. Why would he do that? Why would he demonstrate so much love? Because it's consistent with his character, full of grace. God, who is rich in grace, chooses to lavish that same grace on us, undeserving as we are, simply as a reflection of who He is. And there's nothing we can do to earn it. 
So here we are, still just as broken as that first couple in the garden, but with a means of having our relationship with God restored through His gift of grace, His gift of Jesus. Why? Why would God love us that much? Well, just as verse 9 in Ephesians 1 says, there is a mystery to this, but it boils down to this. God desires the relationship to be restored because He is full of grace. This is consistent with who He is, and God will never do anything contrary to His character. While there may be mysteries, God will never do anything that contradicts His character. It's very important to know this and remind ourselves often of this and other facts about God's character. Things like the fact that He can be trusted, that He doesn't change, and that He's full of grace. Just as Adam and Eve were deceived by Satan when he planted doubts in their minds about God's character, we are prone to the same cunning tactic. Being sure of God's character, His love, and His rich grace will serve us well for those times when the enemy attempts to plant doubt, lies, and fears in our minds. I found it helpful to remind myself every day of some aspect of God's character. A good place to start would be to remind ourselves often of the fact that He does not treat us the way we deserve to be treated. Psalm 103 verse 10 reminds us that, He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. That's because He's full of grace, granting undeserved forgiveness. Why does He do this? Because this is consistent with His character. Remember, He's full of grace. What an amazing God we serve. We certainly need His amazing grace for salvation as we enter into the new life in Christ. But we also need His grace to sustain us on the pilgrimage of daily living. As we walk through the uncertainties of life, and even as we live through the victories, we need to remember the wonder and the riches of the grace He has lavished upon us. We need the confidence this gives us in the character of God, the certainty that He loves us and shows no partiality. Lord Jesus, thank You for this amazing truth. For the wonder that you love us and want to have a relationship with you, I praise you. For the fact that you are full of grace and lavish it on us, I praise you. Help us to never forget, never doubt you or your character. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. We'd love for you to check out the BFC website or download our new app for more information about the various ministries available for all ages at Bible Fellowship Church. Remember, come what may, God is full of grace.